all of these life force disruptors, shall we say, I believe that they are actually the instruments of evolutionary change and that ultimately we will develop a greater sense of awareness and understanding of how to symbiotically use both technology and the natural evolution in a cohesive way instead of a corrupted way. And that doesn't mean it isn't going to get a little rough out there, but we incarnated here at this time. So, Hey, let's we're, you know, life's fatal. (laughs) (laughs) So you might as well, you might as well go all in because one thing for sure, the outdoor is coming for everyone and it's not necessarily uh, when you die or how you die. It's more importantly of how you live and and finding meaning within what you're doing. Welcome to Living 4D with Paul Check. Today, Paul welcomes back Wade Lightheart to talk about being a spiritual warrior. Wade is the host of the Awesome Health Podcast and an advisor to the American Anti-Cancer Institute. He is a three-time Canadian all-natural bodybuilding champion and former Mr. Universe competitor, and he was a vegetarian while training and competing. In addition to writing, coaching, and presenting, Wade is the co-founder and president at Bioptimizers. Keep listening to the end of the podcast for a special offer from Wade and our podcast sponsor, Bioptimizers. If you enjoyed today's episode, please consider leaving us a five-star rating and a warm review at the top of the show page on Spotify or at the bottom of the show page if you are listening on Apple Podcast. Your opinions matter and your ratings help us to grow and help more people to be healthy, find freedom of body and mind, and to live their dreams. And now, here are Wade and Paul. Hello, everybody. Welcome to Living 4D with Paul Check. Today, I have my buddy Wade Lightheart, founder. Are you founder or co-founder of Bioptimizer? Co-founder. Co-founder. He's got a partner, uh, Wade Lightheart, with me, and I'm sure you're familiar with Wade. He's uh, done many great Bioptimizers commercials with me, ads for you guys for all his great products, which I actually use every single day. And uh, I always love talking to Wade because he's one of the deepest people I know, and he's really, really authentic in everything he does. And he's sitting here about to turn 50, and he looks like a young, fit man, which I'm proud to see. Good job. Thank you, sir. And uh, we have a lot to talk about today, but I've titled the podcast The Spiritual Warrior. We're going to talk about a lot of things that have to do with really just managing the transition the world is in, and we're going to catch up with Wade and what he's up to and what his company's doing for research. But we're going to talk about some of the things we all need to be thinking about right now as we're dealing with the very interesting minds at the top of the food chain, so to speak, that have very strange and often, um, shall we say, uh, not very balanced ideas about (laughs) human beings and, and the planet. But uh, it's all part of life, and it keeps the show very interesting, doesn't it, Wade? Well, we all need polarity in life in order to live here in duality. Yeah, yeah. So, you know, we got to have some negative polarity holders, and we certainly have them. And, uh, you know, Hitler was one of them, but he didn't have the internet, so uh, he was a little slower getting around. (laughs) These guys seem to have put the world into a big, huge electronic net, and they're trying to tighten it up, but... uh, we all have our own ways to deal with that, and that's what we're going to get into today. But Wade, why don't we start off with what Bioptimizers is doing research? I know uh, from chatting with you in the last several months that you guys are doing a lot of research on probiotics and 
things like that. You want to catch us up with what you guys are up to? One of the most beautiful things that happened uh, in the last couple of years is my business partner, uh, Matt, uh, who's an extremely sophisticated uh, tester. And um, he was on a trip to Serbia on an unrelated issue dealing with uh, computer science and artificial intelligence with one of the people that works on our tech team. And serendipitously, this individual introduced him to the head of probiotic research at uh, Birch University in Croatia. Mm. And it turns out, uh, Monia, who is a wonderful lady and very bright, uh, was running a facility to see what is happening in the world of the microbiome. Mm, great. And she's very concerned about what's happening in the world. And she says that we are entering within the next 10 to 20 years, what she calls the post-antibiotic age. And that is that all the antibiotics, which have saved millions of people, let's face that, uh, are not going to work anymore. Yeah, and due to antibiotic resistance. That's right. And this was cross-correlated with a friend of mine, um, Dr. Filzer, who was part of the team from Harvard that put the first stent in the body. And he had suggested to me a couple of years ago, he said, well, he said, over the course of, I'll come full circle here in a second, he had suggested, he said, he'd come to the same conclusion. He said, well, surgery has expanded exponentially in the course of his career. He's now about 80 years old. And uh, he said, when they, do, when they did surgery before and heart surgery, they had to open people up and to be six, eight months, a year to recover and stuff like that. Now they come in and it's a little micro incision and a you know, laser and a camera comes in there and they do whatever they need to do to repair the heart. He said, but the challenge is today, the surgery is advanced. He said, but one of the biggest risks to patients is the antibiotics don't work. They die from yeah. infections. And he was able to successfully, I think he's one of the most successful uh, people running a wound healing clinic on how to help people recover from when they can't resolve um, infections using antibiotics. And so I had two very bright people that had come to the same conclusion, one who was working in microbiome, one who was working in surgery. And when Matt met her, he said, well, I think we'd like to do some experimentation on how we can enhance the microbiome to make super probiotics and to understand what's the role of enzymes and how they interact with our bodies. I mean, there's over 25,000 different enzymatic reactions that we know of and probably thousands more that we don't. And he said, would we be able to do some experiments at your lab? Mm -hmm. And she said, we would, but we can't afford all the technology. Uh, we're not funded through the NIH and all these sort of things that, you know, we, all the problems with that happens, that the flow of money uh, determines the course of the investigation. Sure it does, as we know from the pandemic. <laughs> so, Matt, being a great tester, said, well, what would happen if we were able to fund you with the appropriate machines so that we could run the proper test to see what would happen? And she said, well, that'd be really amazing. So, we, um, we bought them a bunch of equipment that they could start doing the research. And so now we have, I think it's 13 or 14 PhDs and master students that are running experiments every single week where we're getting rapid data uh, on all of our products 
how we can enhance them. What's the cofactors that make the probiotics grow? What mediums they grow on? Do the probiotics take out gram negative or gram positive um, bacteria? Bacteria. Um, can we enhance the antioxidants they produce or the nutrients they they turn out? And it turns out you can. Mm. And we're very excited with some of the breakthroughs that we will be releasing over the next uh, 12 to 18 months in correlation with the book that we're going to be publishing early next year is going to come out to the market. And it's going to explain a lot of what appears to be the variances and dietary styles, what actually these probiotics do and how we can grow them and make super probiotics that will allow us to uh, not just survive, but thrive with the coming evolutionary challenges. And so we've been able to identify specific cofactors, you know, vitamin D, magnesium, other cofactors and how they will enhance the growth and development of probiotics, uh, how they enhance the activity of enzymes. And it's extraordinarily exciting times. And we're very grateful to start bringing these discoveries to the marketplace in a way that allows people to try them themselves and see the difference of why maybe an enzyme from bioptimizers or a probiotic from bioptimizers has superior qualities than something they might have before uh, because it's based on science and uh, experimentation and with a noble cause, which is to enhance humanity. Yeah, it's beautiful. It brings up some thoughts. I think it'd be interesting to ask you about, um, you know, some of the factors from my own research on the microbiome that are really critical is is one your diet um to the effects of the terrain by medical drugs alcohol um and other drugs the diet of course contains all the chemicals and food and the toxins and food but then psychological stress and you know one of the things that the reason i bring this up is because if you've got somebody with that doesn't have very good mental, emotional self-management, and they don't have a very good diet, even the strongest probiotic in the world is still competing against a constant um, force. Correct. So it's kind of like, uh, you know, you get the best Navy SEAL in the world, but he can't hold back a, a, a big wave, right? That's right. So um, what are your thoughts with regard to what people need to be more aware of so that even when they are using, like I use your your uh, leaky gut guardian, you change the name of that. Yeah, that's going to be called. Uh, it's now called uh, Biome Breakthrough. And biome the reason breakthrough. why we say it's Biome Breakthrough is we can actually legitimately prove this in a scientific setting right. of why it is a breakthrough in helping people recover from the damage of uh, overt chemicalization in our society. So, for example, Matt's a ketogenic guy. Mm-hmm. I'm a plant based guy. Mm-hmm. Um, one of our lead researchers, Katrine, who does our genetics and epigenetics, I would qualify her as more paleo style. And I see that there are fundamental aspects that are 80% of uh, commonalities in whatever dietary philosophy might work best for you. And that's largely determined by your microbiome, the kind of, what would I say? Uh, I guess the what neurotransmitters you're mm-hmm. dominant on. So, mm-hmm. for example, if you go back to um, 
neurochemistry. Neurochemistry is the only bridge that we were able to ascertain is a crossover between Eastern medicine and Western medicine. So the Chinese model cross-correlates with neurochemistry. And a lot of the neurochemicals that make our brains operate and our regulate our moods are actually produced by bacteria in mm, our guts. Yeah, uh-huh. So your dietary philosophy now using technology, you can look at well, what nutrients uh, am I deficient in or have trouble absorbing or utilizing? What microbiome are present in my body? What are the foods that they eat? And what are the essential elements that make them grow better or take out you know, gram positive or gram negative bacteria, what makes the enzymes amplify their effect. And it turns out, <laughs> from one perspective, we're not really feeding ourselves, we're feeding the probiotics, which yeah. actually feed us. And we're accelerating the response rate through enzymatic therapy. And we kind of understood that from an experimental level. In other words, you know, through anecdotal, but good old biofeedback, pay attention to what's happened, how do I feel, how does this work for me? Well, now we're actually to validate that in a scientific setting, and I, our team of researchers are going to start producing papers that will carry a lot more weight, particularly in our medical communities who are desperate to validate things that they may know but are forced by institutional authorities to follow a certain line of thinking, mm-hmm. and they're restricted in what they can say or what they can't say. But when you have competing scientific evidence yeah. that can um, illuminate the what might be obvious to someone such as yourself or myself through our own experimentation and working with thousands and thousands of people. Well, we can now get scientific validation. So we're delighted that we're one of the few supplement companies that have that kind of you know research power and, and facility that we can get results, real-world results that can enhance the production of our products. And it's very exciting times for us. And we've been wanting to go there for such a long period of time. And now we have the the tools to be able to validate what we've known um, anecdotally. Yeah, it's interesting what you're saying because um, <clears throat> having studied soil science quite extensively, what what you learn from soil science is exactly that it's the it's the uh we'll call it the microbiome because it's quite often referred to that in the soil as well actually feeds the plants and 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 the mycorrhizae fungi um so the the nature and the quality of the soil determines the health of the plants because they're actually feeding the plants and if you don't have enough diversity in the microbiome, then you cannot support the health of the plants because they don't have enough nutrients to deal with the changes in, in the environment, be it heat, wet rain, um, you know, animal pests, uh, insects, parasites, things like that. So you also see in the study of the microbiome, if you, you know, like in some of my older farming books here, uh, and, and if you look in the book uh, Science and Agriculture by Arden Anderson D.O., who's a rare guy because he's a, an osteopathic physician and he's also got a PhD in soil science, um, he shows, for example, that what we call vitamins are actually plant hormones. So 
point I'm making is, is that the plants are interacting with the microbiome and there's a constant sharing of resources, be it hormones or chemicals of various types, nutrients of various types. And so what I'm saying is the external environment of the plant system and the root system is actually creating the internal environment of the plant. The internal environment of the plant is then mutually supporting the external environment. But when we look at what humans are doing, they're completely destroying the external environment, but then turning to pills to try to change the internal environment. So I'm curious, what do you think your research might tell us about what we need to do externally so that we are actually using the same scientific awareness so that we're not just taking pills, but we're actually saying, okay, this shows us that we've got to make these changes outside of us as well. Have you put any thought into that? Yeah. It, that, well, that's you're right on the, the nose with that of, as per usual. <laughs> um, one of the interesting elements, and there are universal aspects, but there's also regional components. And what I mean by that is, so for example, um, a plant or a livestock raised in, say, Italy under what appears to be the same conditions than something over here in North America produces a, a different result. And for example, let's how, how many people have said, I can't have gluten, I can't tolerate it, can't have anything like that. They go to Italy. And they can eat it. And they can eat all this stuff. And they're like, well, what, what's different? Well, it's these other elements, these little workers that are doing the work inside the body that though say the wheat grown in Italy or the livestock that grew on whatever plants were growing there got all the nutrients in a certain way for that regional area and in North America that would be different now not to say one is bad or one is good but it's producing a different result mm -hmm. and so that diversity um, creates what I call external conflicts downstream in dietary philosophies. And so Matt and I are right now just completing, uh, I think it's an 800-page book. Saying, I think we're up to 800 pages about how does one go about the process of selecting the right food for them in the region that they are based on the goals that they have, and then how do they enhance their own process of manufacturing the key elements that supports uh, physical vitality mm -hmm. and if you have physical vitality that will also also feel cognitive vitality and when you have physical and cognitive vitality well then you start opening up into the spiritual domain yeah it takes you there pretty naturally it, it is a natural evolution and so a lot of people are like well i want to know all the details well i and i understand that it's something i've been studying for a long period of time but it's like okay let's start with first principles let's let's start with how do you feel and what happens and respond to that and you kind of whittle things down so you find the right diet and the right philosophy for you which is based on your microbiome what kind of chemicals you got exposed to how many shots of this or that you had as a youth and etc cetera, etc cetera. you got to clear out exactly and so i believe that you know humans which are very different than other species in the, in the fact that they can actually make bigger adjustments to where they live, what they're able to uh, adjust to. And I think in today's world, we have to recognize 
Well, you are where you are and you are who you are. The key is how do you take those basic premise and optimize it in a yes. way that supports you? And that's why we called our company by optimizers. Yeah. We're I'm 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 dietary agnostic. I'm like, I don't know, like these follow a, a selective process. And what we'll do is we'll do our side of it. And that's why we have different enzymatic products. That's why we have different probiotic products. That's why we have key um, minerals and vitamins, like some of the new products that we'll be releasing in the, in the coming uh, 12 to 18 months uh, we, where we're using uh, enhanced en enzymes, enhanced probiotics, uh, enhanced mineral formulations that we know support certain diets, certain uh, microbiomes and, and certain personalities. And it's, it's, it's remarkable. And I, I believe ultimately in our fullest expression as a human that we can, we can experience extraordinary levels of health and vitality and cognitive capabilities in a variety of different conditions and on a variety of different diets if you understand how we transform or transform what we put in our bodies and then how that conversion process is. So the conversion process is dependent on the microbiome, the enzymatic capacity, and the key elements that will enhance what you're dealing with with yourself. Or you want to introduce, say, some of these key you know, symbiotic relationship microorganisms that will give you uh, more choices mm -hmm. in your life. And so what most dietary philosophies, I think, have worked in the modern world to narrow down the components that are negatively affecting you. So you stay within a dietary lane at a certain point, but you can only reduce so far. I believe that we're here to expand our cho choices and options, and that may involve temporary restriction to get to the base elements. And then from once you get that mastered, I think you can start Ill, um, putting in some of these elements that will allow you to increase your range of choices and have a greater um, expanded experience as a human on the planet. And, and that's what I'm all about. I love that. And it's really fun because I want, I want people to be, uh, as I say, uh, spiritual billionaires, spiritual trust fund babies. And in order to do that, you need a, you need a, a wealth of the essential resources that produce life force energy. Hi, everybody. I'm very excited to share some big news with you today. This month, anyone with an internet connection will be able to learn my holistic system of exercise and conditioning. That's because we're finally putting one of my most important advanced training programs out to the digital world. That's Integrated Movement Science Level 1, which is now available online. IMS1 includes my physiological load assessment, postural assessments, stretching and mobility assessments, how to perform corrective mobilizations, instructions on improving stability, and a huge library of exercises, all of which are game changers for any practice. The physiological load assessment alone makes a huge difference in your client results and keeps them from getting injured and progressing more naturally and fully, which results in excellent walk-around marketing for you. Whether you're just getting started in holistic health and performance, or you're looking to upskill, or you just want to stand out from the crowd, IMS1 is the advanced training you need. To get early notification of the course release and win a 10% discount at the launch, please go to the 
check shop, that's C-H-E-K shop, thecheckshop.com forward slash I-M-S number one online. That's thecheckshop.com forward slash I-M-S one online and sign up. I know you're going to love this program. I've got nothing but excellent feedback for the years I've been running it live and it's super exciting to be able to share it with you online so you can learn at your own pace anytime, anywhere you have an internet connection. Enjoy. It seems to me that a couple of things are important. One of them is um, A, eating enough raw food to get enough enzymes in your body. Um, I think a lot of people are really off on that. Um, and, you know, I, I really like uh, kimchi and fermented food sauerkraut because of the, the concentration of the enzymes and the alteration of the nutrient profile. It makes foods much more nutritious when they're fermented. And fortunately, now there's so many companies making nice kombuchas and a variety of different things. That's very helpful. I think everybody should be supplementing their diet with some kind of fermented food. And then, you know, the enzymes, because they run all your chemical pathways, so you, you without af- adequate enzymes, you know, the, the things you have to have in your body, as you know, in order to detoxify, you have to have enough nutrients to run your primary detoxification pathways, especially the conversion of fat-soluble to water-soluble um, toxins because a lot of people, I think it's, if I remember, it's been years since I studied, I think it's it's either the P448 or P50 pathway in the liver that makes those conversions. But having done, you know, countless functional medicine tests on people over the years with things like all sorts of heavy metal toxicity and stuff from can liners and plastics and asbestos and all the stuff that people don't realize that they're breathing in and coming in through contact and chlorine and water if you don't have the nutrition on board to run those pathways, it just shuttles it into the fat. And then when people go on diets and they start burning up that fat, then they're really stressing the hell out of their liver. In fact, I've seen reports over the years showing that people were actually sclerosing their liver by forcing themselves to have to metabolize fat that had toxins that the body did not have the resources to break down because if it liberates the energy out of the fat to keep the body alive on these low-calorie diets then the molecules that can't be converted into water-soluble molecules sit in the liver until the, until the body can break them down and it scars the liver. Um, but the point being, it seems to me that we, A, need to have the nutrition, which goes back to diet. And unfortunately, a lot of the supplements out there, unlike you guys, a lot of them are just not very high quality. They've been sitting on the shelf a long time. They've got a lot of chemical stabilizers and all sorts of crap in them. So by the time you get them, you're eating very dead, almost toxic stuff. So there's a lack of real high quality supplements out there. I mean, everybody's taking their Fred Flintstones vitamins and synthetic crap, but that's not really, that's probably more stressful to the body than it is helpful. But if we get a good profile of nutrition and we're eating clean food and we have enough enzymes on board, then we can start detoxifying the body. So the point I'm driving at is, is there's a few, a few factors. We've got to have the enzyme support, which means raw food and, and supplementation. I use your enzymes every day. I take five masszymes. Uh, actually, I take five Capex every morning. And I take five masszymes before bed every night unless my soul tells me otherwise. And I find that that's just 
my body seems to want that. It just helps me. And I just listen and let it guide me. So I, my point is I'm covering enzymes there and I eat as much raw food as my body wants. And then once we can start cleaning ourselves out, what I find happens is that people get past all these restricted situations. Because when you've got mercury in your body or nickel in your body or uh, all these other things you can have in there, it disrupts the chemical pathways. It, it disrupts the nervous system's normal transmission. It causes neural entanglement. So the system goes into this sort of uh, a state of like chaos, like someone threw a bomb in the middle of a football stadium and people are just running in every direction, killing each other. Uh, and then it seems to me that then we can get back to, we're, we're out of a defense posture on the inside and more into the state that an animal would be in its natural environment. So then you can actually eat a lot of things that you couldn't eat before because your body was trying to protect itself or it needed uh, key elements from food. So you might find yourself needing a lot of leafy greens, for example, because you had a def deficit you were trying to fill. I've just noticed in my life, I just finished, me and the girls usually do a, a parasite cleanse every six months or so. And we, we've been testing another detox protocol lately. So I did in the last couple of months, we've all done a 60-day parasite protocol. And then we did uh, a new homeopathic protocol it was actually very effective. I mean, I we all felt it right away. And when I'm vaporizing tobacco, I notice that, man, the bag hits me a lot stronger than it used to when I'm on these detox protocols because it's, it's, it's uh, sensitizing my body by cleaning all the toxicity out of it. Um, I'm just curious if you have anything to add to that because it seems to me that if we don't get the nutrition variety and quality and we don't get the enzyme quality and we don't detox and then we don't work on our mental emotional state then we're always going to have these chronic problems with food intolerances which are driven by a lot of stress and we're going to have we're constantly be reacting our immune systems are usually either going to be one of two things overexcited because there's too much stress on them or chronically fatigued yeah, I came to the same conclusions organically. Of course, I got we started the company almost 20 years ago after I had my you know, I was following a performance-based diet as advocated in the highest levels of the bodybuilding world, and I ran into that whole digestive meltdown after the Mr. Universe. I gained 42 pounds of, of fat and water and then I was introduced into the concept of rebuilding my microbiome uh, using enzymes and probiotics and raw food. I went on a raw food diet for 2 years. Wow. Um, it took me six months to recapture my aesthetic self, but what happened at the end of that was, oh, I, I have a, I have a whole wealth of vitality that I didn't have when I was competing at what the world accepted as the aesthetic idea. So mm -hmm. we make that mistake of, uh, if someone looks a certain way or is performing in a certain way, we assume that, well, that's because of X, Y, Z. Um, but that doesn't necessarily you know, to be fit or to be aesthetically pleasing on the cover of a magazine or in a, you know, an Instagram live person doesn't necessarily mean that you're healthy. And many of those people I were, what was finding, and you've seen this for years, these high performing athletes who were all, we all stare and wonder what they're able to do with their body. They're coming to you because they're breaking down at a certain point and they haven't separated the two. And I think the key element that I learned was it is how you convert and transmit that food. 
um, how the enzymatic system works, how the probiotic system works. And I did that myself when I started fasting. Um, first one day at a time, then three days at a time, then up to 10 days. And I thought, well, what's the reason here? And I went, to your point, oh, I'm freeing up the detoxification pathways. Well, then I went, well, what would happen if I started taking 100 enzymes a day and um, literally I would do it in a two to one ratio? I'd take, if I took 100 enzymes, I'd be taking 50 probiotics, you know, in that ratio. So it was 10, I always do it a half and half. Well, the results were I was able to produce better results on fasting. And oh. I didn't have the negative side, which you talked about. When you're detoxing, you have this, you know, emotional stress. You mm -hmm. might be tired. Mm -hmm. You might not feel good. You might not be able to maintain uh, your cognitive focus or capabilities. A lot of people will, you know, rest and recover. And now I'm at a state where I can fast for days at a time. I feel no drop off. I still go to the gym and work out. I still wow. do my cardio. I'm still doing my function. Like I, I'm fasting right now. That's amazing. And I have no drawback. What I do feel is I feel uh, a calmness and a clarity that, you know, you read about why mystics would do it. But these mystics that often illustrated these ideas, we're living in a pre-modern world that didn't totally. have all these, you know, challenges exactly to deal with. And so, I always look at, okay, so let's take the paleo philosophy, which I, I think is a great philosophy for looking at dietary aspects, you know, getting local food, fresh food in a local environment that has, you know, it's full nutrient capabilities. And as you said, the enzyme and probiotic capabilities. Okay. Well, you can transfer that onto a ketogenic diet. You can transfer that onto a plant-based diet. The, the underlying principles are the yeah. same. You're just adju adjusting for where your microbiome is at any given time. And I always say to people, I think I could do, I've been eat, on a plant-based diet for 20 years. I, I think we're going on what we're at 21 years, 22 years now. I'm absolutely confident I could switch to a paleo style diet or a ketogenic diet. And I think my adjustment period would be no more than 30, 30 days. Uh, yeah. Uh, I could adjust uh, to it. I, I would imagine it would be faster than that. Actually. I've taken vegetarians who have been vegetarian their whole life and you, some of them using your products um, have gotten them to where I start them off with usually with bone broth and uh, fish, white fish and fish stew so that they're not eating too much flesh, but they're bringing in, you know, the bone and the juices of the animal. And usually that conversion only takes about a week. So they ramp up their enzymes and their probiotic, the, uh, uh, intestinal bacteria starts to adapt itself and then usually within about a week to two weeks at most they're able to start eating progressively more so i say go from the you know the lighter meat so maybe some bird meat like chicken and some fish and then start sneaking up slowly onto the heavier meats that you want to eat and just you know start with an ounce or two and see how your body reacts and just let it guide you from there but I, I, you know, I, I wouldn't doubt it if you could make a conversion like that in probably a couple of weeks. It wouldn't surprise me. <laughs>
you know, I always like to err to the side of caution and the and yeah. gradual integration for for people who are listening because they'll say, "Oh well, Paul or Wade said this, and I, I want to lay down some some tracks to make that transition as smooth and easy as opposed to a little bumpy because uh, I don't know what their state of health might be. I'm not yeah, doing well, an assessment, so yeah, yeah, I'm, I'm I'm of course speaking of you, but you know that that's the philosophy of under promise and over deliver. It's always a better idea. You know, turmeric's really, really hot now. There's a lot of scientific research on it, but they're not all created the same. So I brought Autumn Smith on to tell you about Paleo Valley's turmeric complex so you know exactly what the benefits are and why you, like me, should get your turmeric complex from Paleo Valley. Autumn, tell us about your turmeric complex. At Paleo Valley, we are big believers in food as medicine. And so turmeric, of course, it has beat drugs out. We know it's anti-inflammatory. We know it has brain benefits. We know it has joint benefits. But what most people don't know is that a lot of turmeric supplements only contain one isolated compound of turmeric called curcumin. And so what we did instead was create a complex. We added organic turmeric and then ginger and rosemary and clove, which were some of the most DNA protective spices studied. And we created a complex. We added organic coconut powder and pepper for absorption. And so we We've created a really high quality, highly bioavailable turmeric complex that will hopefully help you to feel your best. And all you have to do to check it out is go to paleovalley.com. That's P-A-L-E-O-V-A-L-L-E-Y.com. And you can use the code CHECK15, that's lowercase C-H-E-K-15 to save 15%. I was going to talk to you about this later, but you know, I think it's it's because we're talking about this and, and we're talking about the gut and, and, you know, the gut's so pivotal to a person's health in every single way, physically, emotionally, mentally, biochemically, um, and it's so heavily influenced by psychological stress. Um, with the environment that we're in, it's very unstable. You know, we're learning that almost nobody can be trusted, be they medical, be they political, be they legal, be they uh, military, be they uh, police. It's just like we've got this total kind of purging of the collective shadow of humanity right now. And, you know, there's talk about crashing stock markets and blackouts with power and food short shortages and and I, I, you know, how much of it is, is just propaganda to scare the hell out of people to make them controllable and, and raise prices on things. I don't know, but it's, it, it's, it seems to me that regardless of what was going on in the world, people seem to have a tendency to generate a lot of stress for themselves, whether it be just in their spousal relationships or their, you know, a lot of people are not doing things that they love to do for a living. So they get up with dread and go to work and come home and have to, you know, drink beer and smoke pot and watch mindless television just to kind of disengage from the reality of the choices they've made. I just wondered if you could share some of your thoughts on things that people can do right now uh, with their mental, emotional self-management that would be an important enhancement. Because even if we're taking bioptimizer supplements, and we're detoxing and we're eating good food if we're not managing ourselves mentally emotionally we can we can negate all of that quite easily just by stressing the shit out of ourselves exactly and <laughs> true bullseye 
one of the things that's you know the double-edged sword of rapid technological innovation is you know the doubling effect of technology yeah or every 18 months which has been pretty standard since the 1940s or 50s and that's staying on pace mm, and so yeah. we have a tremendous amount of input into the system but our nervous system isn't adjusting at the same speed no and so you know if you take martial arts uh, last I'll, I'll give you a great thing i was training on the weekend with some special forces and these are highly trained individuals in the most extremely stressful environments well it's beyond what you can imagine yeah <laughs> let's just put it that way and what's fascinating is they and you've gone through a lot of that training, so you understand this, but you're teaching your body to be able to follow whatever training that you have in order to survive under the most extremely stressful situations that you're not having to make a decision. And what happens if you if you don't have that embedded into your nervous system, you experience stress and then you freeze. You're not capable of managing that environment. And it's no different for your the production of the vitalist essences of living well is the same thing so mm -hmm. we have an exponential increase in environmental toxins mm -hmm. uh, life force disruptors um, technological innovation which is putting input which is the stress so a person says well i want to fast or i want to take care of my diet or but i can't handle my work or i can't my, I, I don't know what you know they're teaching my kids at school and i can see yeah. my kids going off and it's creating all this stress and it's really because of living in a way that doesn't support humanity and i i do i'm not a, an anti-technologist and i want to be clear about that what i'm saying is is we have to understand the power that we've been given and there is a responsibility that comes with that and we haven't taught the responsibility side of that equation very well yeah nor have the scientists and the researchers and technologists develop it have they've lost their connection to ethics and morals as well because they they couldn't you know i mean you know i've talked about this before but you you watch the documentary social dilemma on netflix and every one of the prime guys that invented social media will not let their own children use it state very clearly they created a dragon that they don't know how to get back into the bottle and and that it, and and they said that the problem is nobody including google knows what the truth is anymore because you've got mm. all this spinning of everything to use it as mind control and so it, like the layers and layers and layers of deception and manipulation and all most every one of these platforms has really got one mission and that's to put as much money as possible in the pockets of the shareholders and point being is is that you know when you look at things like 5g you look at the use of chemicals for food chemicals for soil uh, we look at people like Bill Gates spraying aluminum and chalk dust in the sky to try to uh, decrease the Earth's temperature instead of dealing with the real problem. And so, everyone, I mean, aluminum is one of the most toxic things you can put in your body. So now they're just covering cities with it using chemtrails. I mean, you know, my point is simply that, and then you look at the military industrial complex. My God, that is just a, a dark child gone completely and utterly out of control. I don't know if you've seen the new documentary uh, above top top secret 2022 oh i haven't seen that oh it's worth watching it'll definitely peel some eyelids open it shows you just how out of control the military industrial complex and how the 
even the CIA and the president has no control over it. They're actually under its control and, and how trillions of dollars just go missing from the budget into all these black ops secret programs that are coming right out of yours in my pocket. And then if you look at the absolute horseshit with so-called science and vaccines and drugs, that's just off the Richter scale. So the point being is, is that we've just, we've got a worldwide situation where the application of science has completely lost its morality and its ethics. And the only thing is, is who can make the most money and, and there's no concern for the knock on effect to human beings or the environment whatsoever. And I, I think that's <clears throat> really a, you know, we can do all sorts of strategies to protect ourselves, whether it be meditation, um, you know, any number of mental, emotional, self, strat uh, self-management strategies. But we're at the point now where if we don't all start getting involved and and really do, spending the time to do some research and read books like Arthur Furstenberg's book, The Invisible Rainbow, and look at books. I mean, all the way back in 1961, the year I was born, Rachel Carlson, I wrote the book, I think it's called, titled Silent Spring. I've got it in my life. Yes, Silent Spring, which was a devastating piece of, of work at the time, but it's gotten a million times worse since then. The point is, we've, we've, we've all got to start waking up to what's really going on because we are funding it. We just don't realize we're funding it. Otherwise, we're just going to be continually trying to meditate and defend ourselves against the same strategies that we're funding and the same people we keep falling into the trap of funding through social media and voting for wrong people that look good but are the, just the, the, the better choice of the devils that we have to choose from, which is all corporately controlled. And I don't know, what's your thoughts on that whole Mexican finger trap? Well, I think... Um I think a lot of people start out with good intentions. They get caught within the machine and oftentimes they get compromised. And then once they've been compromised in whatever the weakness might be, and we all have our flaws, our, we all have our dark side, we all have our aspects, then they can be coerced into following different ideologies. And then they have a choice. They either opt out because they feel they're going down a path or they begin to collude until eventually they're completely corrupted and they don't know who they are, where they come from or what for. And they've, they're really just doing the best they can to survive within a machine that is not supportive of life. And it's one of the reasons I've been a big advocate of two different ideologies. Um, one that came up by Dr. David Hawkins, which is power versus force. Mm -hmm, yeah. Force always requires a tremendous amount of energy. It takes energy. Yeah, where power is within itself, the it 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 produces energy. It's sustainable, and you can break that down in the system into anabolic systems and catabolic systems, and they're both required as part of life. But if you go too far on one side, if you get too far anabolic, well, now you have cancer. If you're too far catabolic, well, now you have some degenerative condition that will yeah. take you out. So, what is the balance between those? And I think ancient. Ayurvedic science that came with Raja Yoga path. So there were various disciplines, but the Raja Yoga class was, okay, not only am I going to do to meditate, but I'm also going to do right action, good works. Yeah. You know, simultaneously, it wasn't good enough to sit up on the mountain and not participate in society. It's to sit up in the mountain until I got enough, you know, clarity, <laughs> clarity that I could actually act in a way and maintain my uh, ethical integrity in a very 
dysfunctional force-based system. Yeah. And and to have the, the emotional and psychological capacity, wherewithal, to to move forward under extremely challenging circumstances, which we find ourselves today. I, I don't fault medical doctors. There's so many medical doctors that privately hold beliefs and will practice within their own lives, but they're caught within the the economic system. And you know, one of our good friends is a, a doctor, I won't mention his name at this point, uh, for rising we chatted about, you know, here's a noble person that has dedicated his intellectual capability, his heart center into dealing with the world as a medical doctor and was forced to leave the profession out of an ethical reason. He's a student of yours mm-hmm. and he's and and is doing great work in the face of overt levels of of uh, evil. And evil, of course, is merely ignorance. And ignorance can be amplified with technology. Uh, and now we can we have so much pervasive ignor- ignorance and it's being amplified and distributed. We have massively distributed ignorance in a way that's never before been seen on the planet. And it's pawned off as science or as wisdom or as the only way, or if you don't do this, then, then you're the bad guy or you're the one making us sick. Right. The Now it's the inversion of truth, Yeah, which is, oh, if you don't follow the authoritarian uh, authoritarian dictates. dictates, then not only are you a, a rebel, but you are actually the problem. You're a terrorist. Correct. And under that, the institutional, or let's say, canonized documentation of our rights and freedoms that guarantee the support and safety and growth of a society can now be suspended under these emergency acts or under these sort of things. And, you know, being from Canada, I was subjected to that situation, as are many of my friends who are still living in that situation. And so, you know, ignorant people with extreme levels of power can do a lot of damage uh, through force dynamics, but it's not real power. And that's why as challenging and as, as frustrating and as emotionally distressful as the world is, we have to go back to, okay, well, the first thing I need to do is identify the conflict within myself, physically, mentally, spiritually, emotionally, however you want to classify it, and then systematically remove those things so that one can stand in the face of adversity, like one of those guys I was training in an extremely challenging alliance, not only uh, survive, but actually thrive. And the good news is, Truth is also being distributed exponentially. Uh, you know, your podcast is a great example of that. That that's emerged over the last, you know, few years since you started, you know, using that. Mm-hmm. And now, although we're up in, you know, you're living as the, you know, the the, the mountain philosopher, if you will, <laughs> the the wisdom that's been cultivated over the course of your life by going through this and has allowed you to distribute what you've learned over decades which people wouldn't have access to so it's both sides of the equation and we're playing a little small role in that part to say hey we've got some solutions to help you get your physiology in the right place that allows you to get detox to clarify to enhance your vitality which will lead to clarity in one's spiritual self one's choice one's mental and physiological and psychological well-being and that will 
bring forth, I think, a wonderful new planet. I don't know what the timeline is. I don't know when that is. Yeah. But I, I'm happy to be in that little stream to the best of my ability and, and trying to remove the darkness within myself. I'm not a perfected being or anything like that. I don't want to advocate. I'm not some holier-than-thou guy, but I, I, I do advocate self-discovery, self-experimentation, and the advocation of abundant life and vitality as all the noble emotions that we feel like kindness and love and you know the willingness to endure uh, temporary discomfort for a greater goal which is the foundational principles of any type of uh, noble life worth leading many of you are aware of the importance of magnesium but very few are aware that most of the magnesium products out there are not high quality and seldom do what they say they'll do on the bottle or the package, but Bioptimizers has produced the most comprehensive magnesium breakthrough product on the market. And I've got Wade here to tell us a little bit about it. Wade, what makes your magnesium breakthrough product so unique? Well, I think because we combine a variety of magnesiums. In fact, we use seven different types. So if you look at all the research papers out there, you'll see that they'll use various magnesiums, whether it's orotate, malate, you know, sucrosomial is a hot one that's just come out recently. And they're rated on bioavailability. But the biggest component that a lot of people don't understand with magnesium is that different types of magnesium are uptaken by different parts of the body or different organs, some in your brain, some in your nervous system, some are vasodilators. And so there's a variance in people's responses depending on what they need magnesium for. So we went out to try and solve this problem by combining all seven of the best magnesiums into one single capsule, which was very difficult because number one, the bonding size was different. The nozzles for the machines wouldn't work. We don't use any fillers or uh, chemical uh, excipients, the flow regulators. And then we got them in the caps and the caps rose. We had to do special aid caps. But when we solved all those problems and turned it out for ourselves because we were tired of buying and I had a whole counter full of magnesiums. Well, guess what? A lot of people said this was the best magnesium product they've ever taken. And after being in this business for 18 years, it's quickly moved to our number one selling product in Bioptimizer history. What are just two or three things that magnesium is really supportive of? I know sleep challenges is one of them. What are some of the other key issues? Well, it acts as a down regulator for your nervous system to kind of help you relax and go into, you know, out of fight or flight. And that's the biggest factor, especially today in a, in a high blue light electromagnetic frequency world that we find ourselves in a high stimulus environment. It's also critical for vasodilation and vasodilation increases blood flow. And many times when we are suffering from a variety of pain or conditions in the body, it's because we're not getting oxygen in or toxins out of those tissues. And you've written a lot about it in your work. And so magnesium breakthrough, because it's so powerful and not available uh, in most North American diets because of what we've done with farming. Uh, it's a great way to augment your diet and it's easy to get. You go to magnesiumbreakthrough.com or magbreakthrough.com slash living4d. You can get a 10% discount and it's a money back guarantee. If it's not the best magnesium you've ever taken, you get your money back. Mag, M-A-G, breakthrough.com, magbreakthrough.com forward slash living4d. And is there a discount for the listeners? 10% for all, right. all the listeners. All right. Give it a go, you guys. Everything I use from Bioptimizers is the best I've ever used. That's why I love Wade and Bioptimizers. So 
You've heard how it's made, why it's made, and how it works. If you want the best, go get it. I don't think anyone needs to be a noble, perfected being. I think the real deficit in the world today is common sense. (laughs) I mean, I think you don't have to be really smart to say, geez, what happens if I poison the food I'm eating? Well, if you asked a child that, they would say you'll probably get sick. But here we go, people keep going to the stores and in droves and buying stuff with Roundup on it that just wipes out your microbiome and, and causes cancer. And, and you've got, you know, the list is so long. I mean, there's last time I looked, I got a book that says there's over 150,000 dangerous chemicals put in food and other studies I've seen say 68,000, but the reality of it is, doesn't matter if it's 68,000 or 150,000, if there's that much chemicals in food that are bad for the body, you pretty much screwed no matter which way you go unless you go to an organic farm and and then you've got the fact that it's moving around in the jet stream it's coming in the rain so a lot of people say well why buy organic food because it's got all these chemicals that are coming in from these other sources and i go well it's a scale of toxicity right yes I, the organic farms are the, the real ones are doing the best they can do so you're minimizing the damage and you're supporting the soil and the earth by putting money into those people so it's just amazing to me how many people talk them out of the best themselves out of the best option. What what am I really saying? I think we have a de- a serious uh, not a deficit a crisis of common sense in the world. Well, yeah, I think it was uh, Thomas Paine was it was and he wrote the book Common Sense, you know, back so many years ago I don't and, know. and it was one of the uh, instruments I think that was a foundational aspect of the American Constitution which is a very noble document mm-hmm. uh, as it, and I think a lot of people don't read it properly it was an aspirational society it didn't say that they got there and 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 you're either moving towards an aspirational side or you're descending into a society that's guaranteed Tyranny. to to collapse and that seems to be the pattern within humanity so there's some sort of overarching cycle that i think we're right in the midst of and um it's you know it's what's what's the old Chinese proverb? Uh, it was a curse, I think. May you live in interesting times. Well, interesting times are chaotic, and so I'm here to advocate for people. Is like I understand your life is chaotic. I understand that you feel that you might not be able to follow the principles to the the, the letter that you would like to. But start where you are. Start moving in the direction. Start adding the elements that will allow you to produce greater vitality and health. Where where now when you sit in meditation, you're able to get two minutes of clarity, three minutes of clarity. You know, if you take someone to the gym, you don't put them under a 500-pound squat the first day. No, not you, unless you, you want to kill them. Yeah, you, 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 it's progressive resistance training or yeah. possess, you know, any type of tra- training is developed progressively. And yeah. it's the same thing with your health and biology. These are the natural evolutionary cycles. Everybody wants everything today or yesterday. And I think with such instant access and the convenience of ignorance ignorance has become convenient both uh individually and collectively with the groups that we're you know associated with so choose the people you associate with wisely yeah um do your best to become the best a healthy person living 4d principles is a great example Mm -hmm. of that and then from there you're 
selection of choice becomes easier and easier to make and these things start to reveal. And you go through a phase, I think, of which can be very negative where you start to wake up a little bit and there's almost a sense of hopelessness like, wow, this is way worse than we thought. And, you know, your, your groups close to you will often start to change because you're, you find yourself arguing points that with your friends or your family family members and, and it can be very frustrating. And I would suggest that's part of the expectation to understand. And you don't change people by, you know, browbeating them into whatever and and that's the thing i think where these authoritarian systems uh with governments who have the the monopoly on violence yeah okay um those will eventually collapse and they're collapsing around us and that can be obviously concerning for someone trying to run their life or run their family or you know maintain health and vitality it's just you gotta you gotta adapt and I, i i'm choosing now to see all of these life force disruptors, shall we say, I believe that they are actually the instruments of evolutionary change and that ultimately we will develop a greater sense of awareness and understanding of how to symbiotically use both technology and the natural evolution in a cohesive way instead of a corrupted way. And that doesn't mean it isn't going to get a little rough out there, no. but we incarnated here at this time. So, hey, let's, we're, you know, life's fatal. Yeah, <laughs> so, yeah. we might as well, you might as well go all in because one thing for sure, the outdoor is coming for everyone and it's not necessarily uh, when you die or how you die. It's more importantly of how you live and, and yeah. finding meaning within what you're doing. Yeah, and making a contribution f- and, and just, you know, I think living, it, 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 you know, I like to see it as a, a play or a drama or, or a, a game, you know, that we're all playing the game of life or yeah. the dance of life or the drama of life or the play of life, you know, that's all equally valid. Um, and the reality of it is, is even before the pandemic, people were facing crisis of health you know the rates of disease are extremely high childhood illnesses uh, people with uh, psychological disorders taking medical drugs for psychological problems the rate of suicide in in groups has been progressively rising through the age groups so we're we're always in the you know the jaws of of life these forces of life i mean uh, uh you know I think I was telling you my my dog um the squirrels keep trying to dig underneath the chicken house to get in and eat all the chicken food, you know. And my dog loves to watch that chicken coop and and I walked out there to feed the chickens the other day and there was a dead squirrel and I picked it up to take it to the compost and I picked it up and it was a mother and she had rows of full breasts, you know. So I'm like, "Oh, poor little thing." I mean, geez, now there's going to be a bunch of little babies that don't get to eat and so the 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 sort of the you know i don't know what you'd call it in me the the child the the nature lover felt really sad i mean i would have been happier if it was a male because then the babies would go but i should i told penny and she goes well good because these guys eat up our vegetables and they eat up our fruit and you know we can only feed so many creatures <laughs> so it's just my point being is you know life eats 
life. Yes. You know, and, and with without death, life cannot move forward. And, you know, as 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 emotional as I felt for a minute there over the squirrel, I'm eating fish that had to be killed. I'm eating, you know, animals that had to be killed. And, and so... It, Plants have a nervous system as well. Yes, they so, do. So, you know, I, I, when I, you know, a lot of people will say, well, you know, Wade, what did you take on a plant-based diet for spiritual reasons? And I was like, no, it was an experiment that worked out for me, really. And, and yes, there was always, there's always a spiritual intention behind everything I do. And I air is, you know, same as everyone else. Um, but I said, to, you know, I'm, I'm not a vigilante vegan or something that is condemning other people for the killing of life because uh, J.C. Bowes at, yep. uh, the, you know, around the turn of the century in About the early 19, 1900s. 1908, I think. I've yeah, got his books in my yeah, library. Yeah, he, he used the Cressograph to actually show that plants have, have a nervous, nervous system. system. They have a circulatory system. They feel emotion. And so, therefore, I can't say that someone else is doing wrong or doing harm by, you know, eating an animal or something like that. I don't have an opinion about it as far as, you know, do what feels right for you. But I do believe that the, um, the, you know, first nations culture, the native cultures, one of the reasons that you gave grace or you, you gave uh, homage to the spirit of the animal Mm -hmm. is that it had become part of you. And it was an honor both for the animal and yourself. And I think that's the whole point of grace. That is, is the to, point of Is to give thanks and to give gratitude for that which gave its life in order to sustain this one. And ideally, that's a an evolutionary hierarchy that moves up the chain. And so... It's um, also the foundation of morality in many ways because... You know, a moral, by definition, is a, a code of conduct that's life-affirmative. So Indians and most natives that I know of didn't just go out and say, let's see how many buffalo we can kill right. today and leave them laying there to rot like white men did. Um, you know, and, and they hunt. When they would hunt, they would connect to the spirit of the animal. They would ask to be guided. And they would specifically take out the weak if there was an animal that was weak or the older animals mm-hmm. so that it didn't disable the the pack or the you know the flock or whatever they were working with but the point is is that when we understand that life feeds on life we also understand that if we overconsume then we kill life if we underconsume then we kill ourselves so i think that that um the practice of sacred relationship with plants animals the, the land and you know to many natives the, the earth is a living being the trees are beings everything is a being that's you know that's where the that's the basis of of animism which is believing that everything's animated by the one great spirit which i i think is a very healthy philosophy that's gotten swept under the carpet with you know because once monism came along and deism then everybody projected god as out there not here so God's up there and evil's down here and, and we all want to get out of here to get up there. And so the next thing you know, we started losing touch with the sacred practices and the worship and the respect that allowed life to be in a symbiotic relationship. And I think, I think if anything, what's going on in the world right now is going to push us right back to that because we can't really, um, <clears throat> you know, 
I've studied this long enough to know, and I can see enough indicators, you know, the handwriting's on the wall. We got limited days before we tip the scales where Mother Nature cannot recover from the level of extraction that we are using because we're throwing away massive piles of food, we're over-consuming food, we're poisoning the land, we're poisoning the animals, we're raising animals in inhumane commission, uh, conditions, and even if plants are conscious, which I know they are, I talk to them all the time, um, we're even being inhumane to them. I mean, imagine if someone came by every day and sprayed you with some Roundup just to make sure that uh, you turned out exactly the way they wanted you to and, and gave you chemical chemicals in your food to make you grow faster so they could cut your head off a little quicker, you know? Well, they are doing that. Well, they, I know. <laughs> isn't that a, but isn't that a paradox? It, it is a paradox. I mean, that, 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 that right there goes right back to my common sense comment. Like, it's, it's the, the paradox is that people are allowing that to happen. And people like me and you, we're careful about what we eat. We're, you know, I'm very careful about what my kids eat. In fact, uh, Angie just um, took the kids yesterday to Legoland for a, a little day out and fun. And there's this little place that they go to that has organic beef burgers. And they were eating their burger, and there was something inside the meat, and they're like, what is this? And so she went, and, and they immediately noticed this is not an organic beef burger. So she went and said to the manor, what the hell is this? It was fake meat. They started putting fake meat inside the burgers, and they didn't tell anybody. And all these people in the line thinking they were get organic burgers, and it gave Mana a stomach ache and made him feel really bad because he'd eaten half of it by the time they figured out what was going on. And so Angie had quite a little heated conversation, and she said that there was like the place was packed full, and there was a line of people out the door trying to get into this place because it's real popular because they all think they're getting organic burger. But when she showed people in line, she said, "Look at this!" Showed them how they had tucked this shit inside the thing, so you couldn't even tell it was hidden in there. Everybody just got pissed off and left. <laughs> and the guy says, "Please talk, please don't talk out loud about this," you know. But this is the kind of horseshit that keeps going on. I'm like, these people are putting bill gates crap and then it was funny because angie showed me a picture of bill gates yesterday that she grabbed off the internet and he has just got a huge swollen gut i mean and you can see that he's got like a beer belly on him which is classic inflammation response and i'm like she goes look this is what happens when you eat when he eats his own food <laughs> and this this is what we're doing to people but the the whole thing that that i'm bringing up is just the disgusting trickery that's being used i mean something like that when people think they're actually getting an organic beef burger or a high quality meal only to find out that somebody's sliding something else in there which is some factory raised crap that produces pesticides in its own body or god knows what the hell was in there but it made mana feel really bad and all of us have these aha moments and you know and it's up to us to find ways to adapt to a probably a non-life supporting environment which we are finding ourselves in so hopefully we're just going back to factory settings here on yeah, planet, yeah, planet yeah, Earth. Yeah. i think or, they, or, they, yeah. they talk about the great reset or whatever yeah. it's like well may, maybe that's going on but maybe the joke's going to be on those who are advocating for it <laughs>
Yeah, yeah. Maybe there's I, a greater reset than they think. You know, last time I checked, um, although these people might control humanity, they don't control the galaxy. No, exactly. So let's let's not let's not um, let's invite some galactic wisdom on board. Yeah. So uh, I think the challenge is is to be able to be aware of these things, but not get swept up in the hopelessness of it. But to take um, one's own action. And that's what we're here to do. That's why our we we have a relationship with Birch University to to discover these things to support people. Um, that's why we advocate uh, on our podcast and with our education courses. And that's why we go out and try and find the smartest people we can who have solved some of these problems and bring that in a easily usable form for people to make a difference in their lives. And it's a great journey. Symbiotica makes an amazing product called liposomal B12. I love it. It tastes great. It's very effective. But I am not the technical engineer behind the genius of the product. And the man that is is sitting right here. So, Shervine, tell us what is unique about liposomal B12 and why should people consider using it? Well, I'd like to call it a much longer name. But in the, <laughs> I'm sure you could. Yeah, it, but at the scope of you know having to label something, it's called liposomal B12. But in actuality, it's liposomal methylcobalamin and liposomal adenosylcobalamin, which are two forms of B12 that are readily um, usable by the body in terms of cellular energy and methylation. Hmm. We also have L-methylfolate in there and vitamin B6 pyridoxine Mm -hmm. in combination with fulvic minerals, which actually push the vitamins to do their job. And you know, a lot of people talk about B12 being an energy producer, but it's not a stimulant. Mm-hmm. What it does is it cleans up the cell, allows the cell to properly methylate, which means cleansing the cell, yeah. which ultimately when you cleanse the cell, you get more energy. So yeah. this, this formula it, and it being in liposomal form is probably all of our all of my top athletes' favorite product. And I use it every single day. And another thing to just really quick jump on is we have this whole thing with MTHFR gene mutation. Yeah, That's a big thing that everyone now is getting tested on. A lot of children are considered to be on the spectrum when the whole time they weren't properly methylating. Right. This is, you know, fuel for that fire of the methylation process. That's specifically what this product is. This is a methylator. Which means what to the layman? Which means that it allows the body to recognize which cells need to be cleansed, which cells need to have programmed death apoptosis, Mm -hmm. helps the body go into autophagy. All of the things regarding macrophages and cellular cleanup and all that stuff, you need this nutrient in these forms to have a very cohesive system. And today we need clean cells and it actually works very fast as well. I mean, when I squirt it in my mouth, I can feel it happening quickly. It's almost immediately. And just like any other Symbiotica product, there's no additives, there's no fillers. We've really upgraded the original product to where we're at today. And if you're listening to this, you're going to be getting the new version of this, which is just through the roof. It's taste delicious. It's awesome. It's in our Myron glass bottle. So it's blocked from ultraviolet light. This stuff is, you know, it's it's the best ever. Yeah. Awesome. So If you want to get the world's greatest liposomal B12, go to symbiotica.com, C-Y-M-B-I-O-T-I-K-A.com, and use the code CHECK15 on checkout. You won't be disappointed. Wait, you know, this is all really important and pertinent stuff we're talking about. 
I think one of the things I want to loop back to is, is, you know, it can be a bit overwhelming for people because if you start reading magazines or talking to health experts, you know, one of the things I always have to work with my holistic lifestyle coaching students on is to be careful not to give somebody such a long list of supplements and detoxes because it can, it can be so expensive and overwhelming and, and, you know, good quality products are for a lot of people. I mean, you and I are successful men that have worked hard and make a good living so we can afford to buy the things that we want to buy to take care of ourselves. But a lot of people are living pretty tight. Now, I think a lot of people, unfortunately, spend money on a lot of stuff that isn't helping them, you know. And I've had many patients tell me they can't afford organic food. And I say, okay, I want you to start writing down everything you're eating, drinking, and buying. And they come back and I see, well, you're spending 15 bucks a day on coffee at Starbucks. You know, so that, that you know, you add that up for a week, and that becomes a fair bit of money a month. And then you're buying all this junk food. And so I show them, usually they're spending several hundred dollars on stuff that's poisoning the very body that they're trying to clean out. And if they just cut back on that and invested in things that help that helps. But I think the point I wanted to, 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 to see what your thoughts on are, I, I mean, I certainly have thoughts on this, but I'd like to hear yours. And is what would you say to the average person? If, you, if you're on a low budget and you want to start making some positive changes due to everything we've talked about, what do you think is the most important things to do first? Well, I outline it in the course that we give away on our site. It's called the Awesome Health Course. And the first three non-negotiables it's the awesome formula air water exercise are the first three aspects yeah and they're all free (laughs) they're all free so if you just got those things sorted out then the rest comes which is s which stands for sunlight and that is the source of all things here on this planet yeah no sunlight no life so uh embracing that and then we go to what are the optimizers and the optimizers are Enzymes and probiotics, which support the diet that you're following, uh, essential minerals, essential vitamins, essential fatty acids, and then the various herbs, which kind of move electrical force energies inside the body, whether it's detoxification or transferring from one um, one system to another system, on kind of like a Chinese or Ayurvedic philosophy. And then you get into uh, mental beliefs and attitudes. Yeah. Uh, do you have an aspirational hierarchy that you are aspiring to as a spiritual being having a physical experience? Yeah. And how that brings, if you're disharmonious or you're stressed out or you have anxiety, that's that's a feedback loop saying that you need to sort out some things in your life. And then finally, how do you navigate that? And I call that's the E or the et cetera, education, testing, and coaching. Education coming from to educe, to learn from within mm-hmm. by running tests in your own life. And then the fastest way to cut the curve is to get someone who's been there, done that, that can help you navigate through what's the next best selection for you based on where you are in your current state mm-hmm. of health and well-being. That's where coaching comes in. And yeah. I mean- you know, that's the whole, you know, Paul check for living 4D philosophy of yeah. uh, not only are you teaching the principles, but you're teaching how to coach other people who may be coming from a different background or a different situation and to, to, to see what are the big movers in that person's life where they are at any given moment. And uh, it's interesting that we both come to the same conclusions, but I would say um, now through technology like spectrocells and Dutch analysis and genetics and epigenetics, 
you know, for a few thousand bu- bucks uh, of testing, you can get some really great data on yourself. Mm-hmm. What are your risk factors? What things will uh, de-risk that, you know, so you don't turn on the epigenetic switch that would cause, you know, the cessation of your life or, or the advocate or the uh, development of dis-ease. And one of the things in North America to go with is I think magnesium particularly uh, in the North American life is probably our biggest key element. And what's interesting, what to go back to where we started the podcast, when we started testing the different types of magnesium on the microbiome, whoa, the microbiome responded to different mediums. And it turned out that our product, Magnesium Breakthrough, actually turned out in the, in the podcast, or not just as a podcast thing, but in the science lab, when you're doing an HPLC machine, shows that, hey, guess what? These pro- probiotics that are supportive of life will now produce different let's, sets of antioxidants. They will uh, bring forth uh, a variety of nutrients neurochemicals that enhance mental well-being and it's across the board and it's so many people have given us fantastic testimonials they said well i don't know what happened i just started taking a little bit of this magnesium and suddenly i don't feel stressed out when i have caffeine or i feel that i'm more capable to yeah. handle the you know the, the 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 stress of life and and i always say try it and if they don't if it doesn't make a big difference, we just give you your money back. And that's, I think, a philosophy that everybody can advocate for. And, you know, I know that you curate the companies that, uh, that are on your podcast. And I think almost all of the companies that are on your podcast, I actually use their products. So <laughs> yeah. I'm, not, I'm, I'm not against uh, uh, any other company that's doing great work. And no, I think this either, podcast yeah. is probably one of the best curated podcasts on products that work and by reputable, ethical people who are producing yes. something for the, the advocation of health and vitality. And it's an honor to be part of your podcast and to be here and share time and share space with you. I, I, I can't tell you, when I was an aspirational young boy up in you know canada training in my barn i envisioned one day that i would get these kind of opportunities and as you would say great spirit brought us together and that's yeah, a beautiful thing it is you know you you brought up a point and and i think one of the most important questions anybody can ask themselves that doesn't require a lot doesn't require any coaching or uh, fancy doctors or tests or anything. It's just it's just an honesty question, and I tell my students all the time: you, you're drinking a bunch of coffee. You're not feeling very well. Ask yourself this question before you drink the coffee: Is it working? Is it enhancing your life? A little coffee can be magical. I like my one shot of espresso a day, but if I drink more than that, it stops working for me. It actually causes more stress than it gives me freedom, support, or reward. Um, you know, if we just look at how we're relating to ourself, if we're stressing ourselves out with a bunch of negative thoughts, feelings, emotions, judgments of self or other, we can say, is that working? Is it giving me more freedom? Is it bringing me more capacity to love and to engage and contribute to life? And if the answer is no, then you just stop doing it. You say, I got to find a way to manage this, which my, my, my new book gets into all that very deeply. And I teach that in my holistic lifestyle coaching program, because you have to know that to guide others. You can't guide anybody beyond where you've taken yourself. You can just get lost with people and charge them for it. 
but really the 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 key question is 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 it working is is our political system working is the medical system working are vaccinations working are medical drugs working and if they, if they work when do they work and when you know look look at antibiotics antibiotics like you said right in the very beginning they've saved a lot of lives but now they're destroying life why because we took it too far correct you know what what was meant to be a tool turned out to be uh, a crutch right yes and then now you're limping but but you can walk if you just put the crutch down and eat some real food and use some fermented foods and and take quality supplements then you don't need to have antibiotic resistance and end up in a hospital with tubes hanging out of your body thinking you're going to die any minute because you might so i think just that one simple question just be real honest look at how you're handling your physical body are you over exercising is it working are you under exercising is it working too much sex is it working is it is it enhancing the connection in the relationship well if it's too much sex the answer is no now you're turning your partner into an object and you're just masturbating with someone else's body that never really grows deeper connection love or grows our spiritual development people are going crazy with plant medicines and getting themselves into a lot of trouble and i said how's that working for you so far right because if you're if you're taking a pile of mushrooms but you're not making the world a better place now you're just wasting mushrooms and that's a sacred trespass in my opinion um if 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 you're on a diet sometimes diets work i mean you know i remember when the 40 30 30 zone diet was a big thing and i had people telling me that it was a miracle and i say good it's a miracle till it's not just make sure that when it starts not being a miracle that you say what is my body wanting and start experimenting be your own scientist be your own laboratory pay close attention your body's always giving you your report card you know um and then i think of course as always there's four doctors we're responsible for our happiness we're responsible for getting adequate movement to keep baseline health we're responsible for eating real food and we're responsible for giving ourselves enough rest and introspection and if the way we've chosen to live and spend our money is such that we have to work so much that we can't rest then we start burning out and life loses its value and and then we start getting caught in negative thinking and then we're next thing you know we're getting prescribed drugs and then we're getting further and further out of touch with ourselves and that's not working so there's no escaping that um, the formula that I I developed to coach my clients many years ago that I'll share because it's very simple and very effective is my one four one hundred formula. So the way I teach my patients and my clients is say, look, there's four doctors. You can't escape them. Ignorance in any one of these four areas will cost you. It'll it'll bite you and make you miserable. So choose any one way you can improve your happiness improve the way you exercise your body improve the way you feed yourself and improve the way you rest and just choose one of those four doctors and if you improve that doctor one percent a day for 100 days you will have a 100 percent improvement in your inner experience of yourself and and your experience of life and I've never had a single patient, no matter how burnt out, tired, or sick, tell me that they couldn't handle a 1% improvement a day. And it's just, again, it just comes down to being honest. If you did 33 push-ups yesterday on your next workout, if you get one more, that's more than 1%. And none of us are too 
week to get one more. If you had three cups of coffee yesterday, then just drink a little bit less. And the next time, be honest with yourself. Say, okay, I got to go a little less. Even if you have to take a a felt pen or a Sharpie and put a marker on your cup and say, okay, that's as far as I go on this third cup. And then the next thing you know, I'm down to two and I'm feeling fine. It's just really about participating and saying, I'm going to actually be honestly engaged in my life instead of renting myself to doctors and therapists to fix my problem so I can go home and keep doing the same shit that brought me there in the first place. And then the other thing too is, is I think the world has gotten so complicated and people's lives have gotten so complicated. I tell people, look, do what you can do to keep it simple. An example of simple is if, you, if you've got a lot of problems and you're reactive to foods, then one of the best things you can do is just cut it down to two vegetables and one meat source. That way, if your body reacts to it, you know it's one of those three things. But if you're eating casseroles and pizzas and you're eating chicken for breakfast and salmon for lunch and uh, steak for dinner, you're just being overwhelmed with the genetics of so many different sources. You don't know what the hell is going on. So, you know, keep your life simple and, and be honest about relationships. If there's relationships that are just are not nourishing you, then disengage from them. Or you keep yourself in a state of, of feeling like you're losing time to be with yourself. And most people have hardly any time to be with themselves because they're so engaged in things that aren't really important. But they're habitually just acting out their parental role models or doing what everybody else is doing. You know, Arnold Mandel says, a culture is a bunch of people doing the same things. Well, if your culture is sick, then maybe you should simplify your life because by simplifying your life, you start to be able to actually pay attention to what happens when you do or don't meditate or do or don't do some kind of work in practice or do or don't drink enough water or do or don't get enough exercise. So in, in a nutshell, ask yourself, is it working? Pay attention to happiness, movement, diet, and quiet. Make a 1% improvement on something a day. Be honest with yourself. Choose any one of those things and say, for, for 100 days, I'm going to improve myself 1%. You know, and Dr. Happiness, it could be as, much as, as simple as this. Find something that's worth laughing about. And then the next day, find something that's worth laughing about twice. And the next day, find something that's worth laughing about twice and then find a good joke. Buy a book of jokes. I've got a whole huge book of jokes I bought uh, in the Osho library. They got, uh, you know, he used to tell a lot of jokes when he would give lectures and someone compiled all the jokes. So I've got like 700 pages of jokes. Read a joke a day and give yourself permission to laugh, you know. And it, so it doesn't have to be hard, but if we just say, okay, what's my dream for myself? And how do I start simplifying my life? And how do I start being honest about what I'm putting into my life, be it into my mind, into my emotions, into my body, and hold the compass bearing on freedom and vitality and having enough resource in you to really contribute something to the world. And I think the other thing that's important to realize is every single step we take, we're modeling that to other people. And then Six months down the road, they look at us and they go, my God, you've lost a lot of weight. Or, boy, you, you seem more happy than I've ever seen you. Or, And then they, they get interested because they actually see the evidence. Now it's not just theory. It's actually tangible, empirical evidence. 
I think that we're at a place now where the world's changing so fast we don't know what's coming tomorrow and the best way to be prepared is to take care of yourself today because anytime there's a crisis in a family or a crisis at work or a crisis with finances, if you don't have the resources to sit down and think clearly, then you really do have a, a bigger crisis. But if you if you realize that if you love your family, you love your friends, and you love life, then managing yourself effectively enough to be vital enough to really be a support to others is an honest commitment to life. And I think I think we if we just start there, we we might actually be okay. Yeah. To summarize, I would say uh, what you're advocating is self-discipline. Self-discipline leads to freedom. Mm-hmm. Freedom leads to happiness. Mm-hmm. And when you start getting momentum on that level, uh, happiness becomes joy. And joy to me is the natural effervescent expansion of when one is filled up with one's own happiness. It bubbles up and is distributed. And it's one of the reasons when we're around small children who aren't overly mentally oriented you put with the crustiest most unhappy people you bring a couple of kids in there running around and 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 stimulate them uh long enough well they'll crack open just about anybody because they (laughs) are in that natural divine state which is joy and so oftentimes children can lead us to our own awareness and i think that's the beauty of life and we are the product of a if you look here on this planet we are the successful line of biological organisms distributed through billions of years billions. that have come right to you so when <laughs> right when, to your door <laughs> when when people look at the world and say well i don't know what to do and i can't fix this and i can't do this i think it's important to remind us that you are the product of six organisms overcoming challenging environments successfully for billions of years. You are made up of the collection of those right choices, and they're accessible if you go within to find them. And when you go within, they naturally start to come out. And that is a noble way to see one's challenges in life and what they're might experiencing. And so my heart goes out to all the people that might be feeling uh, challenged. But those challenges is what stimulates the evolutionary yeah, response. And it I is. think that's, that's what we're here to do right now. And we're in a big evolutionary shift. We can't avoid it. It's innate with physical existence. And why not embrace it and evolve to the best place that you can? Don't take a rigid position. Be willing to change one's thoughts, one's opinions, one's Mm -hmm. methodology to embrace other people of different opinions because chances are they have something that is exactly what you need at that moment. And hopefully we've provided a little bit for your listeners today to to invoke that evolutionary response that is innate within them. And, And to that, I think we can, you know, that's the foundation of our ideas in the company to take people from sick to superhuman to share people the principles, the products, the systems that allowed myself to overcome 
extreme challenges and the people within our company and and our and our clients and our and our friends around the world who are advocating it such as yourself to help people mm-hmm. make a difference and embrace the successful aspect of our evolutionary and divine nature and that's a beautiful thing hi everybody i sure hope you're enjoying the podcast today You know, it's said that most people are either in too much of a rush to prepare fresh organic greens, be they vegetables or green fruits like fresh green apples, and end up grazing on inferior foods. But it comes with a cost. Nutrient depletion, reduced capacity to handle stress, reduced immune resilience, and you age more rapidly. But Organifi comes to our aid again with an amazingly tasty, nutritious addition, their new crispy apple green juice. But it's more than just another apple drink. It's packed with your favorite adaptogens and superfoods. Some key features of Organifi's new crisp apple green juice are delicious taste from organic crisp apples, organic whole apple sources hand-picked, including Golden Delicious from Washington, Northern Spy, Macintosh, Ida Red, and Empire from Ontario, Canada. The new crisp apple green juice is formulated with the highest quality ashwagandha at an effective dose of 600 milligrams for helping your body handle stress more effectively and it's low sugar only two grams per serving but the taste is amazing for such a low sugar drink just add water mix and experience the joy of real food real fast go to organifi.com o-r-g-a-n-i-f-i.com and save 20 percent on organifi products when you enter your living 4d discount code capital c capital h capital e capital K, 20 during checkout. That's check 20 for your 20% discount on Organifi products during checkout. Enjoy Organifi's new crisp apple green juice. While you were talking about joy there, uh, uh, this popped up in my head. I've, I've got this diagram that I'm, I'm putting in my new book and I learned this many many years ago and honestly i don't even know how to reference it so i have to just publish it without a reference because i don't know where i got it but it when i saw this it stuck in my mind um and i i don't know what i was studying but it was something to do with mental emotional health but you know for those of you listening that can't see the diagram i'll hold it up to the camera for those of you that can see it you just basically draw three circles so that they interpenetrate each other. So you you end up with a space in the middle that's made of all three circles. In the middle space, you put the word joy. In the top circle, you put the words love to do. In the bottom left, you can put the words willing and able to do. And in the bottom right, you put the words need to do. So when it comes to keeping it simple or saying, you know, what, what do I want to focus on now? Which, which, what are the things I can do to enhance my happiness, my movement, my diet, or my rest? Then you can look at them and say, of all the things that I could do, what would I love to do? Start there. And if none of them are things that you'd love to do, which one do you need to do? And if you've got 10 of them that you need to do, but you're still feeling paralyzed by it all, then say, what am I willing and able to do? Am I willing and able to get a higher quality of water and and hydrate myself? Am I willing and able to um, do one more push-up or, you know, spend an extra five minutes walking today or um, stop drinking so much Starbucks so I can get 
uh, some leaky gut guardian. What do you call it now again? Biome breakthrough. Biome breakthrough. Yeah, I, I got to make that transition because I'm so conditioned. I still do the same thing. But but anyhow, what, the, the product of that is joy, right? Because then every day we know that we're doing maybe something we love to do, hopefully. We're doing something we need to do. And if nothing else, we're doing what we're willing and able to do. And the joy is that we're growing. And and that's where the growth edge is at. And as long as we you know, keep our consciousness on the growth edge, then we don't turn into a fossil that ends up on an operating table somewhere or becomes a statistic. And we don't model to our, our friends and our family and our children how to live without joy. And, and really, joy is something that we have to take responsibility uh, to create. So I think, uh, you know, we, you and I both were discussing before we started the podcast, as crazy as the world has been since the pandemic has started, it's been two of the greatest years of our lives because we're doing this, you know? And because we both know the world needs to change and this is what change looks like. And though the motives of some of the people implementing the change are quite negative, it certainly wakes us up to what we want and are willing to work for to create, to counterbalance those negative forces. And that's just the story of balance from the beginning to the end of every cycle, whether it be the grand yugas or or your day. <laughs> <laughs> yes, the it's you know that's it's in the Wu Wei sign, right? Yeah, I mean it's it was so eloquently illustrated throughout all cultures throughout all time. The essences say the same. The external is ever changing, mm-hmm. and it's up to us to adapt to the circumstances we're in, because that is the pathway to growth. And you can take comfort within your own agency, and I think that's a beautiful aspect of the human condition and what separates us maybe from. The other animals in this form, we have great potential for evil, but we also have great potential for good. Mm-hmm. And so, therefore, how can we move a little bit more towards the good side and be an agency of that? I think we're on the right path, and we can course correct when you know inevitably we get off, and we all do. And so, I think that is, you know, the pathway of life, the pathway of humanity, and and it's a beautiful thing, and it's a grateful thing to be born a human. Yeah, and if you do get off uh, you, the path, you you fall into a painful experience in an intimate relationship where you're fighting or you you decide to um, eat more pieces of cake than was ideal and you wake up feeling shit the next day or you over-exercise or you talk yourself out of exercising until your body starts falling apart. I think one of the most important shifts in psychology we can make is instead of saying, oh, that fucking chocolate cake, it made a mess of my body, damn it, you know, just say, I chose to do that. Yes. And it really tasted good while I was doing it. I got a great sugar high. I love chocolate. And now I'm choosing to take a little break, let my body recover so that when I choose to eat some more chocolate cake again, I can accept the responsibilities for the outcome. I know what's going to happen to me. It's not the chocolate cake's fault. I didn't get attacked by a bag of corn chips or whatever. (laughs) You know, in other words, a a lot of what we've got to do is become adults. And instead of using the words, I have to, we can use the words, I choose to. And we can give ourselves permission to say, hey, I've been good all week. I'm going to have a day of of just recreational fun. I'm going to eat a little of this, drink a little bit of that. I'm going to live a little bit more loosely. 
And the next day, I'm probably going to feel like shit, but I'm going to wake up and say, I had a great day yesterday, and this is my hangover, and I'm going to celebrate that too. And that's my reminder to wait for at least five more days before I do it again. Exactly. Because <laughs> <laughs> if you do it every day, then you can get yourself into a, you know, quite a nice little shithole. <laughs> Absolutely. So, yeah, you're, it's always the balance, and you want to be a little bit on the... Uh, the uh, positive side of the table and <laughs> yes. continue to monitor that so it's maintain one's own account- accountability and you know um that is the nature of responsibility you, yes you don't get you don't get rights and freedoms without taking responsibility yeah for what that means and i think a lot of people are looking at outside of themselves and maybe condemning other people but you're not in charge of their life you're no. in charge of yours own and and to take the responsibility of that brings the agency back to your daily practice. And yes. your daily practice leads you to freedom with the the, the prudent um, advocacy of, of self-discipline, reflection. And from that, you become a responsible person. And a yeah. responsible person becomes an exalted member within your community yeah. and has the ability to influence those around you in a positive way and not in a coercive way, but in an inspirational way. Yeah. And inspiration, of course, is what we do with our own breath. We yeah. inspire, inspire yeah. right? And um, and so I guess that's our conspiracy is mm-hmm. that you and I are hoping to inspire other people to find and discover the the power that they have within them to make positive choices in the world. Yeah, and and just a closing note on responsibility, you know, your vitality is a direct measure of your response ability. So if you let yourself go too far, then you cannot manage your responsibility because you don't have enough vitality to respond to what you need to respond to. So part of responsibility is not just saying, okay, it's my fault or whatever, it's actually realizing that if we love and care for each other and for ourselves and for the world, then we have to be conscious that if our vitality drops too low, that our response ability diminishes our responsibility because you, you know, I'm responsible for my children. But if I eat myself into a stupor or drug myself into a stupor and I can't be healthy enough and vital to engage them, then I don't have the response ability to manage my responsibility. So I think all of us looking at the world, if you're listening to this podcast, you know well enough that we all need to have response ability because we all can't sit around and wait for somebody else to fix the world. And if we let people like Bill Gates do it or Anthony Fauci or uh, Biden or uh, Klaus Schwab, then, well... We're going to wish we had exercised our responsibility before they start controlling it for us. And that puts them in the position of a parent and us in the position of a child. So if you want to have to live under the iron rule of another mommy and daddy that controls your every move, then stay ignorant and don't practice anything we just said. But if you want freedom and you want to be an example for others and and, uh, inspire the children of the world to have the consciousness necessary to use technology in intelligent ways. And I think the very technology that's being used against us can free us. Everything 
The same scientists that make dangerous chemicals can find healthy ways to support the soil. The same corporations that are making weapons of mass destruction can create tools of mass integration. In other words, you take every technology that's part of the problem and get geniuses that think morally and ethically behind it, and the same exact technologies can be what frees us. Absolutely. And I think that's the new frontier for all of us, and I encourage all you young people out there to really step into your your flow and, and follow your heart's passion. And if you're into you know computer technology, then find ways to do intelligent things with it. If you're into science, find ways to do intelligent things with it. If you're into dance, find ways to help people find more freedom through dance. I think that uh, it's not a matter of reinventing the wheel. It's a matter of just using the wheel we have in ways that ultimately help us all integrate with each other and the planet so that we can actually um, have a future that... You see, if we get this all right, instead of constantly chasing money to survive, we'll actually have time to sing, to dance, to prayer, to have prayer, to have ceremony, to make music together, and to grow spiritually. And right now, we've created a world where we're striving to make more money to compensate for all the bills we've created that ultimately are the cost of medicating not doing the kinds of things you and I have been talking about for an hour and a half here. I think that is the truth. Yeah. Well, thank you guys for joining us today. Thank you, Wade, and, and thank you, Bioptimizers, for sponsoring the podcast. And and uh, I was asking you earlier, uh, is there a specific discount code Indeed, there is. Um, if they put um, code Paul ten, yes. whether it's Magnesium Breakthrough or any of the other products, right. at our company, they get a ten percent discount on everything. And of course, uh, our education we give away for free. Awesome, and that's what it's called—the awesome course. Very good. So you know, I started out from very humble beginnings, and I am very mindful when people spend their hard-earned dollars towards trying one of our products and that's why we always back it with a 365 day guarantee try the product that doesn't make a difference in your life we give you all your money back and if you do like it we invite you to advocate it to share it to let people know that it is something that made a difference for you yeah. and that we de-risk it for anybody in your sphere of influence and that's perfect and it's a it's a way of giving back and a, a way of making sure that we can always deliver on our promises to the best of our ability and if for whatever reason it doesn't, well, guess what? Thank you for the experiment. Here's your money back. Go test it out to the next place and, yeah. and redeploy it in a way that does advocate yep. for you. But That's honest we've, business. We've been around for 20 years. Mm -hmm. uh, we've got a great research team. We're one of the few supplement companies that do have legitimate science scientists doing experiments in a noble way for the advocacy of humanity, as you were su suggesting. And uh, I feel like the luckiest guy in the whole world that I get to be a part of that. And, I'm, and I've got a wonderful team. Uh, everybody in the company follows a, a set of rules that we advocate every day, which is based in ethics and based in, you know, helping humans become healthier Yeah, from sick to superhuman. Thank you. And we're going to keep going uh, as long as we possibly can until someone else picks up the torch and carries it on when... Uh, I'm not able to, or our team's not able to. Yeah, and that's the same for me. So, uh, hey, by the way, 
he's mentioned we've mentioned um uh is it leaky gut breakthrough now biome breakthrough biome breakthrough which yeah. was leaky gut gardening we've mentioned your uh, magnesium complex yeah mag breakthrough mag breakthrough uh, yeah uh, but there's several other great products as well that we haven't talked about. My point is go to B-I-O-P-T-I-M-I-Z-E-R-S.com, buyoptimizers.com, and use your code Paul10 on checkout for a 10% discount because you want to see all the other products they have. We've only talked about a few of them. Um, we run ads, uh, you know, on all the different products, but that you need to, you'd have to listen to 10 podcasts to catch all those, but go look at all the products and say with, based on what's going on with me right now and what I see written up on the website as to what they're best for, which one is the most important for me to invest in right now and start your, your, uh, experiment on using real high quality supplements that really do get good results and if you don't get the results you haven't lost anything wait will give you your money back yeah and we have a if you're if you don't know if you look at it and you get confused it often happens just reach out to our company um i've personally trained our staff mm -hmm. to be able to respond appropriately to the dietary philosophy you know a lot of people find that they clean out their guts and get the right uh, probiotic and enzymes and hydrochloric acid relative for their bodies that they can make a ginormous leap and they move from disempowered to empowered. And so we have, uh, you know, gut reset kits mm -hmm. based on the dietary uh, philosophy that mm -hmm. you're engaged in right now. And so our, our staff will handle those. Uh, I have answered personally over 8,000 questions, which our staff leverages. And any question that comes through that they can't answer goes directly to me. And if I can't an answer it, I'll let you know and I'll, I'll try and direct you to someone who might be able to answer that as a service. And it's an honor and a pleasure to do so. Yes, thank you. So awesome. And thank you to the rest of our sponsors, Organifi, Paleo Valley, and Symbiotica for making such beautiful products and, and really working to create sustainable businesses and practices. Thank you for all of you for any purchase you make from the sponsors because it supports the podcast and helps me devote the time to do the work to make a successful podcast. And that I love doing. And uh, let's all work together to make the world a little better each day. And remember, one for 100, 1% a day with any of your four doctors for just 100 days and you get 100% improvement on your report card. That's a straight A with a plus if I'm your teacher. Just know that I've reached out and given you an A-plus for your 1% a day on any one of those four doctors for 100 days, and anyone can do that. So lots of love, you guys. I can't wait for a chance to bring another amazing podcast to you. I've got lots of them on the way. The world's full of amazing people. They, don't just, they just don't get enough airtime. So I think that's one of the reasons I love podcasting is I like to find the wizards of the world like wade and bring them to you so you get to hear it from the people that really have devoted their lives to healing growing learning and uh, being an example for all of us so lots of love see you next time thank you thank you for listening to living 4d with paul check and today's guest wade lightheart you can connect with wade and by optimizers through facebook instagram and youtube at by optimizers Wade is offering Paul's listeners a 10% discount on Magnesium Breakthrough, a full-spectrum magnesium supplement that complements your healthy lifestyle. 
go to magbreakthrough.com forward slash living 4D and use the code Paul10. That's magbreakthrough.com forward slash living the number four and the letter D and use the promo code Paul10. Follow Paul on Instagram at paul.check, on Twitter at paulcheck, or on his YouTube podcast channel, youtube.com forward slash living4d with Paul Check. You can watch more on Paul's blog at paulchecksblog.com and get your free subscription to check videos and more at the Czech Institute's new media site, chekiva.com. You can read the show notes and find links to the resources mentioned in this episode at checkinstitute.com forward slash podcast. If you enjoyed today's show, please consider leaving us a five-star rating and a warm review at the top of the show page on Spotify or at the bottom of the show page if you are listening on Apple Podcasts.